Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. Although three weeks have passed since the fire started, there remain over 1,000 firefighters and 50 helicopters in Fort McMurray, Canada, to fight the wildfire raging there. 1,000 more firefighters are expected in the next week, and the fire remains, quote, out of control. The fire covers more than 522,000 hectares, but is no longer considered a threat to nearby communities. Also fortunately, Gas and electricity have been restored to the surrounding areas, and residents will be allowed to start returning to their homes in the areas deemed safe starting in June. Wildfires, also known as forest fires, grass fires, or even bushfires in Australia, are uncontrolled fires that usually happen in so-called wild areas, uninhabited by people. However, they spread quickly, especially in times of drought, and can extend into areas where there are houses and other agricultural resources. They can burn twice as hot as the surface of Venus and reach higher than 50 meters. That's over 160 feet. But what causes wildfires? Let's discuss how wildfires get started, as well as what we can do to prevent them, after a word from our sponsor, The Great Courses Plus. Like so many of you, I love to learn new things, and that's why I'm excited about the new Great Courses Plus video learning service. You can learn about anything and everything with unlimited access to the Great Courses lecture series on hundreds of topics taught by top professors. I really want you to try the Great Courses Plus because I've enjoyed it so much, so they're giving my listeners a special chance to watch their popular course, 12 Essential Scientific Concepts, and hundreds of other courses absolutely free. The 12 Essential Scientific Concepts is taught by Professor Indre Viscontis. In the course, Professor Viscontis explores complex ideas like thermodynamics, string theory, neuroplasticity, and brings them all together in a way that is easy to understand. With The Great Courses Plus, you can watch as many different lectures as you want, anytime, anywhere. And now The Great Courses Plus is offering my listeners a chance to stream hundreds of their courses, including the 12 Essential Scientific Concepts, a $215 value for free when you go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash Einstein. Start watching today. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash Einstein. So what causes wildfires? Wildfires are most commonly caused by people but can also be ignited by lightning or even volcanic eruptions. To grow, wildfires need fuel in the form of trees or other vegetation, so the climate must be moist enough to support plant growth, but also involve long, dry heat waves. They are most common in wooded areas in the United States and Canada, as well as Australia and the Western Cape in South Africa. 
the USDA Forest Service provides an up-to-date map of any active fires in the United States. In Southern California in particular, wildfires are often accelerated by the Santa Ana winds, hot, dry air that blows in from the desert. These powerful, fast-moving winds can help wildfires cover 40 miles in a single day. If the conditions are just right, wildfires can also produce what is called a fire tornado, or a fire devil, or sometimes even a fire nado. This weather phenomenon appears to be just what it sounds like, a tornado made of fire, although its formation is more similar to that of a dust devil than an actual tornado. When hot, dry air rises quickly from the ground, it forms a column within which the density of the air decreases with height. The less dense air at the top will cool and dissipate, leaving the column, while more, hotter air gets pulled in from the bottom. Thanks to angular momentum, this creates a vertical vortex where the spinning hot air picks up fire debris, like embers, ashes, and hot gases. Although at heights of hundreds of feet they can be terrifying looking, Fire natos usually only last a few minutes. However, they are fast moving and so can cause wildfires to spread while causing their own significant damage in their short lifetimes. One positive outcome from wildfires can be making the conditions just right for the growth of fungi. Although we know that mushrooms grow from formations known as sclerotia, when these growths will actually produce the tasty mushrooms we can eat is sometimes a mystery. Some sclerotia exist for years before they bear fruit. Moderate wildfires, however, are known to inspire the growth of so-called post-fire morels, which typically pop up a few weeks after a fire and can continue to grow for up to two years afterward. Last year, wildfires in Idaho, Oregon, and Washington consumed almost a million acres of forest and have created conditions ripe for mushroom picking. If you're out on a hunt for these tasty treats yourself, mushroom experts recommend looking for the western white trillium flower, which acts as a beacon for finding the fungi. How can we fight wildfires? The best hope for fighting a wildfire is often a huge dousing of rain, but of course we are not always that lucky. In the absence of precipitation, firefighters will attempt to create their own by dropping water or phosphate fertilizer, a fire retardant, over the fire. Not everyone is behind the use of fertilizer, however, since some claim the research is unclear on whether or not it actually helps slow down the fire. The fact that the chemicals used are not just fire retardants, but also fertilizers, could actually lead to the growth of some weeds. Perhaps more importantly, the chemicals are also clearly bad for the environments where they are dropped, especially when they make their way into nearby lakes and rivers. Also part of an aerial assault are smoke jumpers, brave men and women who parachute into fires in remote areas. Without the need to make the trek to the fire by land, these firefighters are able to arrive much sooner to start fighting the fire and better rested. To attack a wildfire from the ground, firefighters known as hotshots will cut off the fire's fuel by creating a fire line, a strip of land around the perimeter of the fire from which they have cleared all plant debris. They use a special tool called a Pulaski, a combination axe and hoe, to get the job done. Forest fires usually require fire lines on the order of 60 feet wide. The season when we are most vulnerable to wildfires is expected to get longer as global average temperatures continue to rise. 
The season is already nearly three months longer than it was 40 years ago. The wildfire season in the northwestern U.S. began early this year, with two large blazes already consuming over 300 acres in Washington state earlier this month. In the U.S. alone, the Forest Service spent $320 million fighting just the 10 largest fires last year. That figure is expected to reach nearly $2 billion in the next 10 years. Although, note that different sources give much higher estimates, ranging up to $5 billion. So what can we do to prevent these fires? Occasionally, targeted, controlled fires will be started on purpose in order to decrease the amount of material available for potential future fires. And as many of us already know from Smokey the Bear, most wildfires are caused by humans. This includes as many as 90% in the U.S., many due to carelessness. Don't leave campfires unattended or toss lit cigarettes while hiking in the woods. If you are concerned about wildfires, first, learn if you live in a vulnerable area. If you do, you can take some simple measures like planting fire-resistant shrubs around your home and obtaining a garden hose with a long reach. Sign up for emergency notifications to alert you if there is a fire in your area. Also, be sure to have an evacuation plan if necessary, as well as a standard emergency preparedness kit. Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.